Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you're listening, around the world, this is Sedona Talk Radio. Hello, hello everyone out there in the big, big wide world. This is Helena, Helena Steiner Hornstein, talking to you again from Miami, sunny and beautiful Miami, Florida. I have a very exciting guest with me today, and I hope I already have her on the line. Are you yes, there? Yes, you do. I'm here. Oh, great. <laughs> you <laughs> made it. Yeah. Yes, hello there. And I'm so glad you made it in time. And, uh, you know, I get so uptight when people do not call in just before the show. <laughs> so I know that, that. Well, I called in three times, baby, but it, uh, then it disconnected me. So I don't know what oh. was happening, but I was trying. Yes. And I don't know, sometimes we have technical difficulties, and I've had that problem with other guests too. And if we are interrupted, please uh, call right back in. I will do that. And then we should that. be in business. So, you are here and you are you have no idea how excited I am to have you as my guest. Well, thank you thank for coming. You. I'm excited for, to be here. Thank you again. And uh, to make an introduction to the world, um Dee Wallace who is a household name, I would say, in the United States, aren't you? Well, I, I would hope so. so. I would like to think that I am. I may be more of a household name if you call me E.T.'s mom. <laughs> Absolutely. That was the first time I saw you and got to know who you were. And I think if we talk to the world out there, they would know exactly who you are when you say, oh, yes, I was Elia's mom in E.T. So, um, and you have made hundreds and hundreds of commercials and you have made all these many TV shows, and you are presently playing in My Friend Earth, which uh, I suppose everyone has seen at some point or the other. But what is so exciting about you is that you have now become a spiritual teacher. That's right. About, well, eight years ago, um, in uh, I had one of the largest acting studios um, that I uh, taught, did all the teaching in. Uh, here in LA and um you know i i was just angry and not happy and i just kind of fell on the floor in tears one night and said you know i don't want to be this way anymore i want to be the light that i am and i want a way that we can all heal ourselves and it's like some big zipper opened up in the universe and all this information came in and I, I really got for the first time what it truly means to ask and you shall receive. Because I just yeah. asked. And uh, and it's been a, a journey of of refining and learning and receiving all of this information uh, that has changed my life and changed many of, of the lives of the people that I've worked with. So I'm I'm quite blessed to be the conduit and the channel for this as I believe we all can be if yeah. we know that we can be and quit asking well why me I'm nobody you know of course you are <laughs> but uh, what you also say is that we have to point out we are somebody we are this I am 
And that is what I like so much about your philosophy, about well, I you. am. That's that's what my whole book, Conscious Creation, is about. Um, and it's available on Amazon now. But um, that that changed my life. When I found the I Am discourses, uh, because I was raised, like many of us, in a, a semi-religious or very religious household in the Midwest, and I was taught that for you to say that you're God was blasphemy, yeah. and um, you didn't dare um, even begin to think that you were the same power that God was. And yeah. when I discovered the I Am Discourses, um, basically it said you have to. You you have to direct the God energy that you are. Um, that you were given choice. The energy doesn't care. It doesn't judge. It There is no right or wrong or good or bad. Uh, as you believe it's delivered to you and as you direct your energy, you will receive it. So that made total sense to me. I, I never, It never resonated to me sitting out there in church and hearing about a God that didn't like me. <laughs> or that was I was studying of yes. me. You know, I, I kept going, well, why did he make me if he didn't like me? <laughs> and why why this that we were taught through our religion, uh, at least in the Christian faith, uh, and I'm a Lutheran originally, that we are sinners. I have had trouble with that, you know, that well, I'm not good enough. Well, I think because, enough. you know, Helena, it's, we were taught by men who who and religions who wanted to control us. They wanted to be right. They had a financial stake in it. And, uh, you know, religion is not spirituality necessarily. Religion is what man has turned the the love and acceptance and non-judgment of God into. That's and, absolutely so, yeah. And we're we're desperately trying to get back to the knowingness that we're all, I mean, we're all the one energy. We learned that in fifth grade science, that everything is energy. You can't get rid of energy. Uh, you can't bring in energy. Energy always has been and always will be. But we can change the form of energy, i.e. steam can become ice, can become water. So we have power to direct our energy to change how it looks to change the form that it takes and that is why we were given choice so god says here i'm or universal love or the one energy or the creative force which is what i like to term it because it doesn't have all the baggage uh that sometimes the word god can have um that the creative force said, well, okay, here, I'm creating you as the energy that I am. Now it's up to you. What do you want to do with it? I will give you whatever form of that energy you want. If you want to hate yourself, I will not judge you. I will allow you to do that. I will love you even in the hating of yourself because then I can learn more about who I am because I am everything. Yeah. And so, you know, we keep 
whenever we give our our power away to anything or anyone outside of ourselves, then we are not choosing to consciously create our life. You put it so well, and it's so true about this that uh, if we are depressed and we are low and we go walk around and say, oh, nothing good comes to me, then, of course, universe will help us even more when we go and charge ourselves with that energy. That's right. The universe can only deliver what you believe about yourself, what you're focused on, and what you're asking for. So yeah. if you get up in the morning and go, oh, I'm so tired, the universe goes, okay, I'll give you more tired. And, That's right. <laughs> and, and, oh, I just never have enough money. And the universe goes, okay, I'll keep giving that to you. That's what I was directed to do. There is no, no judgment about who you are or what you do. There is only a delivering of the energy per your direction. And yeah. um, that's why I, I talk a lot in my book about the collective consciousness and the social consciousness. Because if we are not truly consciously directing what we want in our life, we become directed by everything that we hear and everything that comes into us. For example, if you, if you watch one hour of television, you will be inundated with over 50 messages of the illnesses that you're going to get probably what age you're going to get them at, the medication that you should be taking, and how you're going to suffer from the medication itself probably anyway. And if you're not sitting there going, you know what, I'm balancing this. In my life, I create perfect health. In my life, I create perfect health. Uh, in America especially, there is all of this focus and... and um, messages, detrimental messages about aging. And, you know, it's like you're going to lose your eyesight at 40. You're going to have to start going on all this medication at least by 60, you know. And and I'm going, okay, well, I'm giving myself the direction every morning. I am aging younger. And everybody that I see almost, repeats those words oh my god you just keep getting younger yeah because that's how i'm directing my energy to create itself i have more energy now seriously my eight by tens the pictures that we use for our auditions my pictures look younger now than they did 10 years ago because of this work and it's because of the energy that i'm holding and and the more you start creating your own life and focusing on exactly what you want, then the more your channel opens, the more information you receive, and the happier you become. You say it so well, and you and me both, you know, we are now women, we are getting older, and... I notice that all the time. You know, I was uh, yesterday. I was on the beach with my grandson, who is six, and um, I thought I looked pretty good. <laughs> and here come these uh, two older women, and definitely they're looking much older than I am. I felt, and they say to the little boy, "Oh, how nice to be with grandma!" You know, they didn't even try <laughs> to say, "Oh, you're with your mom." 
<laughs> which they used to do a few years ago, um, but uh, of course not anymore. But it was just, it kind of hit me a little bit that uh, they see so quickly. Of course, in this country, mothers are much younger than they are in Europe. In Europe, I have been asked a few times, especially by the children, oh, are you his mom? You know, are you, or are you, are you the mom? <laughs> which I think is really nice when even children say so. Because they're used to seeing, you know. Yeah, and you know, there, it's not so much how our bodies look, how many wrinkles we have. It's it's about the energy that we yes. put out. Um, you know, um, those of us that have been to France, it's always so amazing to me. In America, we think we have to have the the push-up bra, the makeup, you know, that all of this. It, that's that's the facade of being a sexy woman. When you go to France, you'll wa- you'll see women all the time walking down the street in flats and a little flower print dress, no makeup, but they exude sensuality. Yes, because I know they exactly. Know, they know within themselves that they're se- sensual and sexual. And I think that's the biggest point we want to make today, Helena, is that... Um, if you know it within you, the universe will come forward to match it in your life. But we have all been taught to look and see what life says about us, what life gives us, and how much we achieve, and then we can know information about ourselves. And I, I want to stress that it's the other way around. You didn't have to have those people say to you, are you his mother, to know that you felt young and vibrant inside. Absolutely. And, and I, I have to know when I walk into an audition, I have to know I am a brilliant actress. I could bring this part to life for you better than anybody. I love what I do. Come on, let's play. Most actors, especially young actors, go into the room hoping to be loved and acknowledged so that they can know that they're a good actress. And again, I'm saying you have to know it before anything outside of you can know it. If you're faced with a health problem right now, your body is trying to tell you, bring attention to things that you want to address within yourself, anger or or um, false beliefs about aging or where you're not nurturing yourself. Um, I'm, I mean, energetically, I and I'm not a doctor. I haven't even played one on TV, Helen. <laughs> but, <laughs> not yet. But, um, not yet. Uh, I can tell you that it, any kind of disease around the breast or or um, the female organs is about nurturing yourself. And that brings me to my next point, which is um, we simply don't love ourselves. We've never been taught to love ourselves. We've been taught to put everybody else first. And I think the most important thing to do, if you want a place to begin, to turn your life around, 
is love yourself and then love yourself more and then find a way to love yourself more. Um, my brother, who is my soulmate, we were talking one day and I was telling him how much he meant to me in my life. And he said, oh, Dee, I wish I could have given you more. I wish I could have done more for you. And I got, as I do now, um, really choked up. And I said, don't you know that just by being in my life, you make my life better? And I thought, when I can get up and look in the mirror and say that to myself, I will have gotten there. <laughs> and, you it's know. Wonderful when you have that relationship also with, with your brother, and then that you are soulmates. To, you know, we need to have it with ourselves. Yeah. Who do we want to give everything to? The people we love. And where are we in that line? Usually at the end. And and yet we turn around and go, well, why isn't the universe sending me more money? Why isn't the universe sending me more health? And I'm saying, how much are you loving yourself and and thinking that you're worthy of receiving everything that you're asking for? Yeah. So we just ask for a little bit more. You know, many people come to my seminars say, I always ask them to give the reason for them attending the seminar in, in on a piece of paper and then hand it back without their names. And sometimes I get notes saying, I want to be God, or I want to love myself more. And then there are other participants who say, and this is usually in the Scandinavian countries, who say, oh, no, it's a sin to love yourself. You cannot be God, you know. And I know exactly what those notes mean. Usually those notes are about I want to be God have been from men, whereas the women feel, oh, I cannot love myself. That's not right, you know. And I've seen that little division between the the. the Sexes. What do you say about that? Well, I think that's eons and eons and decades of, um, I, I think it's even in our genes, I think it's genetic by now, that, you know, the women are taught they have to give themselves up and nurture everybody else. You, you have to give yourself up for your children. You have to give yourself up to support your mate. Um but what's interesting about that, too, is that within each of us is male-female energy. And yeah. uh, what the energy is stressing now uh, within all our work, what it's saying is that we must direct ourselves to be in perfect balance of male and female energy within ourselves. So that means that every woman has balanced out their male-female energy. Every male has balanced out his male-female energy. And there, when that happens, the two complete people come together in support and celebration of each other without one energy having to dominate the other. And we're... We're striving to try and understand that. Uh, in America, a lot of women have uh, given up or subdued their their female energy because um, they wanted to be in the workforce and they wanted to come forward, and actually it was a necessity that they did. 
But now that now they have sort of compromised and buried their their female side. And like any creation in life, I'm even the physical creation, the male seed has to come together with the female egg and together they make the creation of the child. It's the same thing within us. Our male and female have to be uh, harmoniously united so that our creation can come forward. And that means uh, that there's a balance of the idea. There's a balance of um, taking the idea out into the world, planting it. And then the idea of the nurturing, the growing of it, the feeding of the nutrients of it, and the bearing of the creation. And and so all of us must direct our energy to be in perfect, harmonious balance, male and female, within each of us. Yeah, you say that so well, uh, absolutely beautifully well, of course, you're you're used to saying that now everywhere in the world. They understand that you are giving seminars and lectures all over the world, don't you? Uh, yes, I do. And um, I I do private sessions on the phone. Uh, are we taking callers today, Helena? Yes, and I uh, hope, you know, I've seen, uh, you know, someone came up and then they disappeared. And then I see one caller sitting here, but I think... Um, that might be actually used. So we are taking calls. Okay. Uh, well, I just so want... if anyone calls in. But I also have someone who said that she is in in Scotland and she want, she doesn't want to call in <laughs> because it's a long way. And her name is Nicole, and she had a question for you. First she said she attended one of your seminars, and she enjoyed that very much, and oh, she wanted to keep in, in touch. And that's always nice to hear, that people do not forget you. And she's now saying this, my family's moving to North California in a few months. All our papers are now in order, evidently they're emigrating. My parents have found new positions, and we are all ready to go. I studied law here in the U.K., but feel I want a new direction in my life. I would like to try Hollywood. What do you say to that? Where are the dangers? What do I have to look out for? And who shall I trust and what shall I trust? Okay, By the way. so I can, <laughs> yeah. I can tell you the biggest thing in your way right now are all your beliefs and false expectations about Hollywood. If you listen to her words, what should I look out for? What should I be careful of? What should I fear? Who should I trust? Um, All of that tells me that you're holding expectation and beliefs that Hollywood is dangerous, that you will not be safe here, and if those are the beliefs that you are holding, then you will either keep yourself from succeeding here or you will attract people that match those beliefs neither one of which is what you want. So you see, it's very clear in reading her her uh, email there that it's very clear what she doesn't want. She doesn't want to be afraid. She doesn't want to be taken advantage of in Hollywood. She She doesn't want to not trust people, okay? So 
we can look at her words there, and once you know what you don't want, it's very simple to see what you do want. So she wants to direct her energy that I am in trust of all energy. All energy everywhere uh, matches my belief that um, I am supported, I am taken care of, I am honored, I am celebrated, I am helped and aided in every way. You see, for some reason, um, it's interesting, uh, my question to her, if I could talk to her, would be, gosh, do you feel that way about the legal profession? Because that's the way most people feel about the legal profession. (laughs) Yeah, and And, she might change once she comes to America, too, and realizes that maybe the legal profession in America is quite great. Well, but the point is, is that it's all the same energy. The legal profession, Hollywood, everything, it's the same energy that you direct the creation of. So if you have any limitations or fears about any kind of energy, like, uh, then you will create that. For example, uh, I've done a lot of work for actors that have come out from New York, and they were incredibly powerful in New York, and they can't make a living in Los Angeles. And one of the permeating beliefs of people of actors that come out from New York is that if you act in Hollywood, you're not a real actor. Film and television acting isn't real acting. Only stage acting is important acting. And therefore, they don't allow themselves to attract the work because they would have to not be a real actor then. All of this is very subconscious uh, until it, it comes out. But that's one of the, the biggest um, beliefs that holds. And kind of the same thing is going on here with this young lady that's coming over. Um, she's, it's not that she's going from New York to L.A., but she's going from law to Hollywood to acting or, what, or the legal... Uh, uh, positions in Hollywood. Um, I'm not quite clear what, but she's, she, she definitely has negative beliefs about, quote, Hollywood in L.A., unquote. Yes. She's probably because she's leaving everything that she's used to having around her. She's leaving her old country. She's leaving everything, and she comes on to a new country. And, of course, she might be a little suspicious of what is going on in well, Hollywood I, and how I'm to behave. That, you know, that doesn't serve her. It just yeah. doesn't. If you're going to come, come knowing that all great things are going to happen to you. Otherwise, you're just sabotaging yourself. And I also want to point out that wherever you go, there you are. So it's not really leaving a country. You're taking everything you need within yourself. Let me say that again. You're taking everything you need within yourself. So if you give your power away to another country, another city, another person, um, if you're giving your power away to a doctor and moving out of your own knowing, for example, then you're doing the same, basically the the same uh, thing. You're, You're... looking outside of yourself and saying there's a reason that I am not in power here, and that's simply not true. 
Good. I hope uh, Nicole has heard, she will hear this on the recording later on, and I think she will really make it now. You have given very, very good advice. So we are with Dee Wallace, and she has written a book called Conscious Creation. Where could they get this book, Dee? Uh, you just go on the Internet to Amazon.com. You can write in my name, Dee Wallace, W-A-L-L-A-C-E, or you can write in Conscious Creation, and it will take you right to it. And just order that little sucker uh, over the internet, or you can go to my website, which is, I would love people to come to my website. There's a lot of free downloads and, and talks that you can hear if you're more interested in this work. OfficialDWallace.com, that's OfficialDWallace.com. There's an acting side and a healing side, so you can see all sides of me. And um, if you would like to book a private, my office number, and as you can see, it's incredibly successful over the phone. You don't have to meet with me in person. Yeah. Is 818-876-0386. Great. And we have a couple of callers here, area code 831. Uh, are you there? Hello? Uh, yes. Hello. Um, good afternoon. How are you? How are you both doing today? Fabulous. Thank you. Well, I'm doing wonderful. I'm so glad to um, to find you here because I actually heard part of your show a couple of weeks ago on Blog Talk, uh-huh. and I was um, really moved by what you were talking about. You know, when you think positively, and if you believe in yourself, I basically. Um, really agree with what you're talking about, and I really think it needs to be said. And I'm so glad that you've written a book about this. Thank you. Um, you, you know, I've seen you on movies, and um, you just you have such sweet energy about you. But when <laughs> I, you know, I, I was a tra- I was like, okay, she wrote a book. I said, let's listen to this, and I thought, my goodness, it, this is ringing truth. This really rings truth within me and with. In my life, I just block out any negativity or any stereotypes that people try to put me in little categories. My philosophy is if you want to do anything, you can do it. You just have to believe in yourself and basically shut out what people think, like if you're at a certain age. Let me just stop you here for a minute because you've used the words I block out and I shut out, and I I just want to lovingly... um, uh, invite you to shift that perception a little bit. You want to okay. embrace everything, okay? Okay. Uh, because there, there is no bad or good, right or wrong. It's all energy, and it's all what we use to create what we want. So if we block out or shut out, we are actually resisting and pushing away. And if you push against a wall... All you get is resistance. So you want to, sure, come on in. All the comments, come on in. Uh, Everything that you want to say, all the information, come on in. I'm going to use it to create exactly what I want, which is I create my own life in love and joy and money and abundance and health. You know? I love that. So so that way, you can't. You can't be a part of, and you can't 
work with any energy that you are in judgment of. Okay. So it's that very rings Im- truth. Very important that, um, for example, in our in in the movie industry, um, a lot of us love to act and we hate the business of it. And as long as we're hating and judging the business of it, we are sabotaging ourselves because you can't be a part of what you're judging. So we want to move into embracing the industry and embracing the business part of it and saying, okay, I'm going to embrace it so that I can direct all of the energy that that is to create what I want. Are you with me? I am, yes, and I am applying it to what I would, what I'd like to do, which is well, what I am doing is I am writing, and I'm never written a book before. I've never taken any training, but my entire life I've always written. Okay, and I've, so um, hang on a minute because I don't know why I'm getting a no on that when you say. It's a yes and a no. There's something, there's some energy. You're writing, but, and you're not writing in the, in the concept, in the meaning. When you say I'm writing, all of the energy isn't going forward there. So let me just balance it first because we always want to balance energy before yes. we figure it out because our little silly minds will limit what we're getting to. So I am divine love. I want everybody to hear that. I am divine love. If you hold the intention of creating balance in your life around everything and direct your energy to be I am divine love around it, it balances and it has. Let me give you some discernment here about what we're talking about because it's going to open up your writing a lot, I'm being told to tell you. Okay. Give me a song, the first song that comes into your mind. Um, it's a song that I, I absolutely love. Um, I'm surrounded by your glory, um, but I'm not sure what the name of it is. It's just so beautiful, just walking in the presence of the of the spirit, basically, um, and being with the light. But I, I, I'm, not, I'm trying to blank at the moment, so please That's forgive all right. me. That's all we need, because when I say you are doing that, I get a no. I'm not doing it like I should because uh, I, I start to doubt myself and I'll exactly. I'll pick it up, I'll put it down. So you are 100 on the mark there. Okay, and I, so if you know that you are God and we all have to be, if we're all one energy, which again we learned in fifth grade, then we are God, God is us. And God is expressing the one energy through the way that we are directing the God that we are. Are you with me? Yes. Okay, so if you don't know that you are God energy and know that you are incredible and amazing and deserve everything that you want to create, then you hold yourself back in smallness. And that's what you're doing with your writing. And the energy is saying to me to say to you, go for it, you're God Go write. Go be the greatest God that you can be, like Nelson Mandela's quote, to hold yourself smaller doesn't serve anybody else because then they think they have to hold themselves small too. I get that. 
when we move into our power, everybody else goes, oh, my gosh, look, she's so nice and she's so sweet and she's in totally in her power. It's safe for me to do that, too. I hear you. I keep seeing in my mind I was 11 years old. I was actually in a pool swimming and I, I drowned. And I had this amazing experience in which I was in this white light I couldn't see my physical body, but when I looked into the light and was told the truth was in the light and it was pulsating, I really believe that I was a part of that light and that the light and I were one. So well, what you, were. you Yes. And when you're speaking I'm thinking you're triggering these memories and I'm thinking what you are saying rings so much truth. So much truth and needs well, to be so said and I ha- you know Thank have, you. Have the courage to be the greatest God you can be, baby, because everything, you know, the the wonderful woman on the block that bakes cookies and says hi to the kids and never does anything else in her life is as great, you know, as the Steven Spielbergs of our world who bring messages of truth and light to us. It's not about what we do. That's what I want to get back to that. What I said to my brother, it's not about what we do. It's the essence of who you are. And if you take, when you take the essence of who you are into anything you do, you will touch lives. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that was so beautiful and uplifting. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Can you mute me? Can I still listen in on the phone? Because this is just so uplifting. I just want to listen. also, if you have yet another question and you want to pop in, with, pop in with that question again, please do. We are going to take I another caller. I definitely will. Yeah. What is your name and where are you? Hello. My name? Um, yes, I'm Christina. My name's Christina. Mm-hmm. And where are you located and what city and state? Um, I'm actually in um, Salinas, California, and, um, you know, I heard your show last week or a couple of weeks ago. Are you doing a show on Blog Talk, like, monthly, or was that just a, maybe a one-time me, thing? Christina? Are you me? I do yes. a show. Yes. I have um, uh, a show on Blog Talk every other Saturday. That I do. Thank you. Thank you. Because I try. I heard you a couple of weeks ago, and I was so moved. I thought I have to see if she's on here again because, well, boy, you. did I miss out. I, I heard just maybe about twenty minutes, and I thought I need to bookmark this so that I can find her again. And I, I typed in your name, and I thought, oh, I don't see anything. And I thought, okay, I'll just keep looking weekly. So, thank well, you so much. It's on at uh, 12 o'clock on sa- every other Saturday. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, you have and a make wonderful sure day. You, uh, bookmark Helena's show too because she's getting I, us all I out definitely, there. <laughs> I definitely will. Thank you both so Thanks, much Christina. and um, have a blessed day. Thank you. Thank you so much, much, Christina, for being with us. We have another caller. Uh, going to click on that one. There we are. Area code nine two eight. Hi. Hello there. <clears throat> this is this is Daniel. Actually, I'm the the creator of Sedona Talk Radio, and I just I just want to say I'm so pleased to have you on on uh, Helena's show. Oh, uh, you're an angel. You're an angel, and you have <laughs> well, beautiful beautiful things to say. 
And and I agree with you. You look younger uh, all the time. I, I just uh, I'm stunned by your by your photographs on your websites and so forth. But oh, um, thank you, thank you. You're so welcome. Much. The comment I wanted to make. This has been an amazing experience because. First of all, today um, I, I have a blog that I put up on SedonaTalkRadio.com, and today one of the things I did was I shared a clip from a show called Boston Legal, and uh, the clip was called uh, um, "Is It Fun to Be You?" And it just struck me that that relates so much to that time in your life when you made this shift and became uh, who you wanted to be, and it's just a magical phrase. Is it fun to be you? Yeah. And, and I think if people the, looked at that more, the, it, it, it can be so transformative. I, I am so with you. Um, it's been a lifelong journey of mine to uh, find my sense of humor. <laughs> and, and the universe responds to how you feel more than it responds to your words. And... Um, uh, I, I want to take this this time to address, like, if you want more money, you want more health, you want a, a greater relationship in your life, whatever you want, it's not the thing that we want. It's the experience and the feeling that the thing will give us. So, for example, if I have more money, it makes me feel, it gives me the experience of being more free, of taking me into more freedom. So therefore, it's the experience of freedom that I want to tell the universe, I'm directing all my energy, be joyful freedom, attract joyful freedom. Everywhere in my life, I want joyful freedom. And there's an amazing little... Uh, exercise that everybody can do you literally just get in touch with what you want so let's say um i want five hundred thousand dollars this year okay so you just kind of jump up and down and you get really happy and i'm so excited i'm creating five hundred thousand dollars this year i'm so excited i've created five hundred thousand dollars this year i'm so excited i have five hundred thousand dollars this year and what that does is it matches a high, fun, silly vibration with the direction verbally of what you want. And it quickly brings the two things together that the universe responds to. You know, I like that exercise a lot. I love it. You know, just this that you already you feel it's there for you. You just have to, to use it. Yeah, and therein, of course, is the key to everything you have to choose uh, you have to choose to be happier you have to choose to look at the garbage of your beliefs you have to choose to sit in front of the tv or not to sit in front of the tv would be better but if you're going to sit in front of the tv and hear these messages to consciously choose you know what in my life i'm creating perfect health in my life i'm creating uh, harmonious relationships in my life I'm creating a lot of money because right now uh, I know a, a lot of your listeners out there we're all being kind of challenged 
to not be drugged down into the mire of the fear that's going on in the collective consciousness around money right now. And I'm saying to you all, this had to happen. Everything wasn't working. And you know it wasn't working because so many of you were the people that it weren't working for. And and so everything had to come to a head, had to become rebalanced. We had to look at the inequities that were going on in our world financially. And it may look like chaos and fear out there right now, but I'm telling you that it, it had to happen in order to create a new awareness and a new definition of of money and abundance and and being safe in our world. And also so, the balance of the money and the power, which has been a little bit lopsided before, hasn't it? So we have to put restore the balance. Yes, and I just want everybody to keep their focus on whenever whatever you listen to, CNN, wherever you get your news, whatever information comes into you, your job is to listen to it and go, okay, I balance all of this, I am divine love, and I direct my energy, create money in my life for me now. That's wonderful. And uh, if, if, I might, went, if I might say something, um, yeah. one, one of the things that <clears throat> I do and I encourage others to do is um, I, I, I work with a, a spirit named Elvis. That's a whole show. Uh, but one of the things that uh, Elvis loves is he has an acronym called ETM, and the acronym stands for Expect the Miracles. And uh-huh. so when I wake up and I'm in a bad mood or whatever, uh, you know, whatever it may be, or if I need money, I, I say, angels, I'd like some unexpected money, and then I expect the miracles. And I have such fun and joy with it because the miracles happen. Sometimes I, I was writing a blog one day about this, and within two minutes, honestly, I swear, within two minutes, unexpected money showed up. So it's a, it's a wonderful way to live your life, expecting the miracles, and, and make a joyful, like, childlike game out of it. Wow, this is cool. I wonder where the miracle's going to come from. Yeah, and I think that's so important, you know, that childlike game, because most of us go, okay, I'm going to do it, and then they don't let it go, and there's all this pressure of, did I do it, and where is it? And, and then, yeah. it's, then your energy is sabotaging the very thing that you're trying to do. And, and I want to speak also to the point that, if you're always trying to get there, everybody, you can't be there. Let me say that again. If we're trying to get there, you can't ever be there. And so if we're trying to get more money and we're working toward being um, um, more affluent and we're working toward being more healthy, then we are never in the experience that we are wealthy, that we are there, that we are healthy. And it's it's knowing that it's already here that creates it here. It's yeah. kind of a, a illusory thing to wrap your mind around, but if you can get it, your your energy will expand exponentially into uh, manifestation in a different way. Um, because if you keep trying to get there, the direction 
that you're giving the universe is keep me trying to get there. You know, it's so uh, strange. Also, this particular principle has worked when it comes to being on time somewhere. I don't know if you have had that same experience, the, that you needed to be somewhere on time, and you knew that you were very short on time. But once you sit down in the car, you just say, I'm going to be there right on time. Somehow it works. Yeah. Uh, my daughter and her friends crack up, you know, because um, my daughter at 20 is actually, actually very proficient in this work. And we'll all be going shopping together, and I'll come into the parking lot and uh, on a Saturday afternoon and go, okay, God, I need a parking place now. Yeah. And her, I can hear them whispering in the back seat, you know, and her friend's going, what? what? <laughs> yeah. And Gabby, Gabby just says, yeah, I know, it's pretty weird, but watch. And boom, somebody pulls out and we pull in. <laughs> yeah. It does work. Uh, some, someone told me, oh, don't abuse those big powers just for a parking spot. But, you know, we don't take it that seriously. We just throw out the message for help. It's At all in, times. Uh, you know, creation is creation. Whatever creates a dollar Absolutely. creates a million dollars. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. That's, that's the thing. I think we've got to let go of all this woo-woo, oh, my gosh, I don't dare. Gee, I'm not worthy to ask for. All, you know, the, the energy is going ask. Ask and you'll receive. But if you keep standing there and you're afraid to knock on the door, I can't open it up and give it to you. No, it's very good. So uh, it, it, that is probably just intellectual logic when someone says to you, oh, don't overdo it, you know, isn't it? It's fear is what it is. Yeah. It's fear that you're not going to do it right, you're not worthy, and it's not okay. And it comes from eons of religious guilt and false training. You know, it's so good that you bring, well, uh, shall I say so good, but I'm so happy in a way that you bring up the, this point about the control that we have lived under. How was it in the beginning when you started to spread out the message that uh, I'm now into spiritual healing and into spirituality? Did you have a lot of obstacles? Did you see many who, who Well, let me that? tell you, the obstacles I had most of were within myself. Uh, and it, it's exactly what we're talking about. Uh, who am I to be getting this information? Yeah. Who am I to, to be directing people how to create their lives in a more fulfilled Why would I know? Um, um, and, uh, I mean, we went through two years of, well, I'm the same energy as God. Well, I'm the likeness of God. Um, I uh, am God energy. Uh, I mean, we did everything we could until the only statement left was, I'm God. Mm-hmm. And, but, but the resistance that we, we, I'm saying myself and my spiritual partners, that the resistance that we had to move through was enormous. And I was just speaking at the Northwest um, Women's uh, Conference in Seattle, Washington, and um you know, I, I basically said, I did say, you are the God that you have been praying to. If you don't listen to yourself and create yourself, nobody will create it for you because the greater God has no judgment. 
it will give you your direction. And uh, a woman came up to me and she said, um, I'm, I'm being directed to tell you that you must not uh, say that, that you really need to say I, I am the same energy as or I'm aligned with God. And I said, well, and th- those are true too, but until you can come forward and know that you are the God energy that creates, you will not have the power in your life that you are asking for 24-7. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you know, every workshop I do, I go, how many people have been uh, to a lot of, of healing seminars? And half the room raises their hand dutifully. I said, well, then why aren't you healed? If, and if do you they come up with good questions or good answers to that? Well, no. They just kind of look at me like, well, what do you mean? And I, I, I want to say we all have the information, people. You have it, but you've got to use it now. You've got to choose to love yourself enough to know that you are worthy of using the power that is yours. And you have to choose to take responsibility. That's the biggest thing. You know, when you start getting into this work, the buck stops with you. You can't blame it on your mom, your dad, your grandparents, the teacher that belittled you. Um, the person that raped you, the person that incested you, it doesn't matter what happened before this moment. And if you keep holding on to the baggage of what happened before this moment, you will keep trying to create from that baggage, and it's not possible. Yeah, And you have had to live through this yourself, haven't you? Because you went through a rather, what I read somewhere, a rather horrendous childhood. Well, I, I don't know if horrendous is is the right word. I, I was definitely loved by both of my parents and mm-hmm. and my grandparents, but my father was an alcoholic all my life. Um, and pretty much every night I had to uh, protect my mom and my younger brother from him when he got drunk. He uh, See, this is my story. This is... This is the story that I used for years, and I hardly ever tell it anymore because that's all it is as a story to me now. Yeah. Um, but he ended up committing suicide. Uh, I lost my um, my soulmate, my husband, at 55, the father of my child. I've had a lot of people hurt me in the business. You know, there's a lot of story that I can tell you. And what I'm saying to you is as long as you hold on to your story, you keep directing the the universe to keep recreating that story in some way. And so you have to reinvent yourself as you go. That you have you to go saying. to a blank page of nothingness. Yeah. And when you go to a blank page of nothingness and are willing to give up all the stories about who you think you are, then you can create everything. That's so good. That's absolutely wonderful. And you know, what is so good about you is that it it sounds so right, it sounds so true, because you have lived yourself. You have lived through all the experiences, so you can tell the world from your own experience and from your own heart. Well, I just know that I used to be unhappy. I used to be a victim to everybody. Um, 
I used to be angry because I thought I was a victim. And now I get up and I hear the birds and I see the sun and uh, I have loving relationships in my life. And does that mean I'm never challenged? Of course not. This is a, Life is a process. And the process is, okay, when the challenges come, what do I get to learn from this lesson so I can expand out even more? But unfortunately... We think it's all like a soundbite commercial world. Okay, I'm going to do exactly what the secret says. Where's my house? And I'm saying do what the secret says and, and what the bleep and all those all the books that you're reading and this very radio cast that you're hearing right now. Take all this information. Know that, that it's a life process and, and start living. Because you're always going to be challenged. That's what we came into the into the embodiment to experience. So I'm challenged, and when I'm challenged, I have a formula and a base in my life that works so that I handle it and and I don't become a victim. I stay in the creation of my life, and I move on, and I have grown exponentially. And every time I grow exponentially, the God of everything, the energy of everything, the creative force that creates everything also grows exponentially. Great. So um, now how are people going to get hold of you? You give seminars and you have a book, a great book, again, Conscious Creation. And I've heard, you know, actually I ordered it through Amazon.com, and I was so excited about getting it on time that I forgot to click on the final click, <laughs> and I never got the book. <laughs> and that is sometimes when you are very excited about something, you forget the final click. Isn't uh, that so? We, don't, we well, forget the final Well, let's balance that, Helena. There's something around that to balance. So anything <laughs> around forgetting the final click or the final step or the final commitment or whatever it is, I am divine love, and it's balanced now. And um, so, yes, they can find my book, Conscious Creation, on Amazon.com. My website is officialdwallace.com. You can get information. You can actually order the book there. It will take you uh, right to Amazon. Um, There's a lot of downloads. There's a lot of – you can get my blog from my website. My office number is 818-876-0386. If you think you have a block in your life to creating your life in the most fulfilling way, please call. We do amazing work over the phone. I'm very affordable. It's $50 for a half an hour American and $100 for an hour. Um, That is very, very generous of you. And um, it's just my great, great, great joy to do this work. Just love yourself. Love yourself, love yourself, and know how incredible a God you are. And you are. You have been a fantastic guest. We are now on the final seconds. I thank you so very much for being with me today. And again, this is Helena Steiner-Hornstein with www.speakingtoyourheart.com or Faith Healing, F-A-I-T-H dash healing dot com. 
It has been great to have you again, Dee. I hope to see you again over the years. Many blessings, Helen, and thank you for your belief in me. Thank you. Well, thank you. You have been fantastic, and you sound so true and so right. <laughs> That's what I like about you. Well, I've, I try to walk my talk, sweetheart. I do. Yeah. So, uh, Many blessings thank to you. all your listeners. Thank you so much. Goodbye, Dee. Bye-bye. Goodbye, the world. Thank you. Bye-bye.